Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Ladies and gentlemen, happy, happy Friday. Here we are. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It is 8.07, and your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes! Crank it up! Just max out that BU meter. More units of volume. Yeah. I love it. I like it when it gets to almost distortion. Just this side of there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It is 8.07 now. Happy, happy Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Greg, how you doing? I'm actually doing really good. I'm, these three wow. Day, well, you know, three-day work week. I feel like Bob Rose. I'm living the life. Man, listen to you. I know. It's amazing. Well, yeah. we just have to thank our awesome management that, you know, yes. they gave us a really nice it's true. little getaway in radio, you know. Don't always get that. Don't always get a lot of vacations, and, and, and our we folks. D- we don't take a lot of time off, really. I mean, you know, people like to joke you, you know, give right. you a hard time about it, but uh, the reality is we really don't. And we work a lot of holidays because we're like, hey, uh, you know, we should still be there, you know? So, But when you put in, uh, I think it was at the 10 year mark. I got four, four weeks vacation. I really? Think it was 10 year. Yeah. Okay. I've been there 20. I should get eight weeks. Yep. But I think so. That's I don't that. think management agrees with that philosophy. Uh, well, you know, your math and their math don't always lie. Well, like it's that. like you said, you know, um, they're pretty good to us. Absolutely. And, and, and yes. we love our job. So oh, when, yeah. when it doesn't really feel like work, you know, you found something mm-hmm. that you probably belong yeah. in doing. Unlike Joe Biden, who is not really a great fit as commander-in-chief, as uh, chief decision-maker, as CEO, and and I doubt that he is making many of these decisions, but just an example, of course, we could do the whole border thing, but we're all bored with that, so we won't do that, but, you know, another thing he did on the first day on the job, just like he rescinded all the things that Trump had to protect the border... He did the same thing with the uh, in the energy sector. We were energy Damn. independent in America. That that was a huge goal that was met fairly quickly. And that, but Biden would have none of it. Biden even said in public, you know, he was going to end fossil fuels. It's all well and fine if you have something to take its place that's doable and affordable. Listen to this. The construction of a major wind energy project previously touted by the Biden administration as an example example of positive Bidenomics Mm. has been canceled. Why? Uh Uh-oh. 
Bidenomics. <laughs> okay. Or to be more specific, inflation, interest rates, and supply chain disruptions. Mm. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it does. Yeah, BP and Equinor said they canceled the project dubbed the Empire Wind 2 that was going to be built off the shores of New York. A press release stated that uh, they had reached an agreement with the New York State Energy Research Development Authority to terminate the Wind Renewable Energy Certificate that was required to build Empire Wind 2. So, yeah, economic circumstances made this project Mm. untenable. Wow. But what's keeping them from building charge-up stations for these battery cars that they are mandating that we buy in the future? Do they have the money for it? Yeah, they have $8.5 billion that was set aside by Congress two years ago. Wow. That's a lot of Sounds like an old shovel-ready project that Obama (laughs) came up with, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we know what he was uh, shoveling. Yeah. All baloney. Two terms. Or bull something. Yeah. Uh, Facebook has recently launched a new feature called Link History, designed to keep track of all links clicked by users within its mobile app. The technology the latest demonstration of Mark Zuckerberg's endless hunger to gather every speck of Facebook users' personal data. Hmm. I mean, enough is enough. You know, these things, it, this information that they're gathering, yeah, a lot of it is kind of sales-related. Mm-hmm. And you could be better served sometimes by allowing them to mine that data. Sometimes. The problem is the bad guys are mining a lot of data, too. And that's how they're more able to hack in. Um, And then why do you want every single link history that you've ever clicked on? Mm -hmm. Uh, Right? So there's no real, like, I don't know. there's no privacy. There's no, a real lack no. of that. And, and you know, we just take it for granted, but when we click on that little terms and conditions box, you know, the one with the four pages of things we don't read that it would take an attorney a while to figure all out, we give away all of our rights. Every one of them. Yep. Uh, here's how it works. The new feature will automatically log a link a user clicks within the Facebook app, storing it in a dedicated section in the app. While there's an opt-out option for users, the default setting is to collect this data, Mm -hmm. which will mainly be used, so they say, for enhancing targeted advertising. So they say. So they say. Yeah. While tech regulations are becoming more strict, companies such as Apple and Google are stepping up their privacy game. Zuckerberg's meta seems to be continuing the usual plan of action to collect as much info on its users as possible it's a strategic effort many believe to preserve its data collection focused business model in the face of growing privacy concerns and regulatory challenges yeah Hmm. so follow the money again it goes back to information and advertisers and money that's basically where it goes well, it, it, on the surface, but you don't know. It, I mean, if yes. anybody can, what's the next level? Yeah, who yeah. are you? Who are you selling data to? Who are you not? Mm-hmm. Will you not do business with a company that may be owned by the Chinese communist country? <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yep. I Play mean, right. 
I won't even get into all of it, but let's just say, I think even people that know a little bit about it, mm-hmm. I think they would be amazed by what you can learn about somebody by that level of collection of data. Oh, yeah. Yep. Not to mention, you know, how we're attached to our phones, your comings and goings, where you've been, where you're going, your routine. Mm-hmm. You know, you work, you work at a nuclear power plant. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Well, you mentioned the Chinese. I mean, think about it. There, your rights are based, <clears throat> excuse me, your rights are based on your social score. And your social score is where you go, what you do, who you talk to, what sites you look at, what your search engine says about you. All those things affect your place in society. And if you don't think they'd love to have that control here, yeah. Well, just to use for different things like espionage and things like that which they already uh, have engaged in Mm -hmm. how's good old nancy pelosi doing huh wow was she really on cnn's inside politics she had to be it had to be like a remote call in was it an ai was it really her well that's another question that Mm. that really won't won't be unreasonable to ask (laughs) maybe even starting now yeah When she was asked about President Joe Biden's campaign ad highlighting the Capitol riot, Pelosi said, I think it's very important, but I think it also recognizes that democracy is a personal issue. Freedom to whether it is to have access to health care, when, if, and how to expand your family. Hmm. How to expand your family. You could expand your family. You could hey, make some babies. Go for it. Knock yourself out. Yeah, but how to expand your? Fa- it's the ability to expand your family. That's freedom. Yeah. How to? That's a little word. She's wordplay. Yes, we know what she's talking about. Freedom to be in the workplace in a very strong way, because you have health care and you have child care. Freedom to be in the workplace in a very strong way. Hmm. Versus being in the workplace in a very weak way. I know. you got to read between all her lines. I'm telling And she's got a lot of lines. Yep. Oh, by the way, I mentioned AI. There's actually going to be a, uh, a new Elvis concert coming out in November of an AI Elvis putting on a concert. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. So is the weekend. Don't forget to download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download the app today and then put in 97.3 The Sky under search and you'll be able to download podcast and there's other benefits as well. So check that out when you get a chance. Happy Friday, 97.3 The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He brings the brutal truth. Rather than support the Israelis and say, do what you have to do and get this over with, it's being dragged out. Mark Levin. Because Biden does not want Israel to win. 6 o'clock on 97.3 The Sky. Top of the morning to you. Happy, happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to it. It's the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy, live and loco on 97.3 The Sky. Thanks for tuning in, supporting what we do. We definitely appreciate that. Vice presidential nod does not seem to weigh heavily on presidential candidate Donald Trump. Yeah, he was uh, he was on with Breitbart. It was a two-hour interview at Mar-a-Lago. He said, if you study the history of presidential runs, a vice president has never made a difference, which is surprising, Trump said. It's a one-night story, and then you're back to a regular evening. They're voting for the president. They're not voting for vice president. There has, uh, not that I can think of, never been a vice president that's made much of a difference in terms of nomination and in terms of even winning the election. He's not talking about you know, taking over, anything like that. He's just saying it, within the election, how much difference it, it makes or doesn't make in, in this case. And he doesn't want to get specifically into whom he would pick if he wins. And there's no timeline for that decision. He did say that Republicans have a deep bench and lots of people would be good choices. He said, quote, so look, we have some very good people, the same people you know. They're good people. We have some people that would like me to run with certain others. Maybe I can't do that because you have to go with what your gut tells you. Winning is very important. Look, if we don't win this, I think the country is finished. I actually do. That's what former President Donald Trump said. And I got to tell you, I talked to a lot of people. And I think that that is a very common uh, sentiment especially among those who have been around for a while. Donor class establishment types are aggressively lobbying Trump to get him to pick former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Hmm. Their argument is that she would help him win women and moderate voters. But Trump doesn't seem to be buying that argument as evidenced by his belief that whomever he would select as a running mate would make no difference in the outcome of of the general election. Uh, some of the other names that have been tossed around, South Dakota Governor Christy Nome, who many of us uh, had the uh, good fortune of being able to see her speak live for the Republican Executive Committee in Alachua County. Uh, another name, Senator J.D. Vance, who Trump backed heavily. House Republican Conference Chairwoman Representative Elise Stefanik, who definitely raised her public profile recently when she was questioning uh, President Gay, or formerly President Gay, of Harvard, and really put her on the spot about not doing much about anti-Semitism on campus. Yeah. And then the whole plagiarism thing came out as well. But uh, So Stefanik, uh, you know, she's getting... She's getting more and more notoriety, if you will. Byron mm. Donald's out of Florida, yeah. our congressman, and and he is yeah, and he is highly touted as well. Marsha Blackburn, now she's been around for a while, the Republican senator out of Tennessee. Tim Scott, who I picked as his running mate very early on, 
And there's, of course, many others. I don't see the, uh, I don't see a push, at least in this piece, about Vivek Ramaswamy, which okay. I think that would be interesting. And uh, what was the other one? Oh, the, uh, Tucker Carlson. Right. Who Melania yes. actually said, that should be your VP. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. I, and and I would be sure. I would be all for it. Oh yeah. There's some people that don't like him, and I'm not. I'm not sure why. I, mm. I guess you know everybody has their different flavors and cup of tea. But sure, I find him extremely insightful. Yeah, and yet entertaining. He's serious about some stuff, yet he doesn't take himself too seriously too often. I, I like the mix. I like the mm-hmm. balance. I like where he's coming from. Um, I, I think that he has the right attitude and lack of fear, if you will, that's going to be required to do the heavy lifting that will be required if we are to get this nation back on track. Exactly. Isn't it interesting you say something like MAGA, make America great again, yeah. and yet the lefties' heads pop off and they try to make it something that's like overly nationalistic or Nazi-like mm-hmm. or whatever. Nothing could be further from the truth. Most of the people that are supportive of Trump are good, uh, God-fearing people. Yeah. Who want America to survive and to move forward. You know, to enjoy one of the best lifestyles that, that you can have in the world. That's in America. Obama set out to fundamentally change America. Oh, yeah. You've seen some See of these that. changes ushered in under Biden. Riots in the streets, high crime in all of your cities, right? Uh, drugs killing people, uh, homelessness. You've got you've got all these issues. A wide open border. That that'll change things demographically at the very least, culturally to some extent. And I'm sure that's, as we know, that's all part of the plan. Yes, it is. All right. So, uh, by the way, I agree with the president that historically the vice presidential pick has never been a deal breaker, so to speak. Right. The only thing now is um, President Trump, even though he's in far better shape physically and mentally than Joe Biden, he still is, well, he's not getting any younger. So there is that consideration as to who could possibly, God forbid, have to take over. Of course, we we could get into the whole Joe Biden thing. and whew, Man, if you're voting Democrat, I can say is good luck. And I, and I don't mean good luck, and I hope you win. I mean good luck with, with your life moving forward. Democrats on the House Oversight Committee released a report Thursday attacking Donald Trump. Good guess. Uh, Actually going after his hotels for leasing rooms to paying foreign governments while he was president. So they're not supposed to, like, operate or ask where you're from or whatever and and basically turn down business? Yeah. I, I mean, that's what the lefties would want. Okay. These are established, obviously established, businesses sure and they're in the business of you know having people stay there Mm -hmm. 
having conferences held and things like that. And sometimes it'll be government entities, sometimes private organizations, public organizations. That's ridiculous uh, to try to attack him Mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? How can they even do it with a straight face with the things that we're seeing from Hunter Biden and, and Joe? Yeah. It's crazy. And how many people that are in politics... They've got family businesses. They still operate. You, yeah. You know, they they have to carry on. Oh, man. Wayward son. Oh, great son. It really is. It is. It is 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and so is a weekend. Happy, happy Friday, my friends. Coming up at 9.05, Luis Valdez from Gun Owners of America will join us. He's always got some compelling information to share. Stay tuned. Download the Odyssey app just in case you missed the interview. A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. And then search for 97.3 The Sky and you'll be all set. America stands with our ally Israel. War. The battle for the future of the Middle East. The fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The hostage is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday, my friends. It is 835. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. So the Epstein stuff is coming out. Here's one of the uh, story, And there's going to be a lot of these tentacles. Here's one. Former President Bill Clinton allegedly stormed in a Vanity Fair newsroom and threatened staffers to not publish stories about sex trafficking allegations against, quote, his good friend, unquote, Jeffrey Epstein. That's according to one of these uh, newly unsealed court documents. The claim about Clinton, including in the latest batch of files tied to Jeffrey Epstein that was uh, released Thursday, mentioned by Epstein accuser Virginia Joffrey in a 2011 email exchange with a journalist from the Daily Mail, Sharon Churcher. The scribe was advising Joffrey on whether to do an interview and sell a photo to the publication. Churcher was offering to help her land a book deal at the time. Uh, When I was doing some research into Vanity Fair yesterday, it does concern me uh, that uh, what they uh, could want to write about me, considering that B. Clinton walked into VF and threatened them to not write about the sex trafficking articles uh, related to his friend Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm. Huh. That is interesting. Yeah, it is. So, and there'll be lots of tentacles and, but I mean, really... Um, Bill Clinton, slime ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, there's there's other fish. The question is, where they fry? Mm-hmm. You see how I did that on a Friday? I, I see, I see, see how that. that all works together. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's called creativity, there, Bob. Yeah. That's called. Is it really Ooh, a fish fry? Yeah, I wish I had more creativity. because yeah, I'm running out of stuff. Well, y'all, luckily well, it's three know, day work week. Look, you want to talk about things. That you either care about or you find a level of entertainment in it or you use it to make a point or whatever. Sure. But I got to tell you, I'm bored. I'm bored, and I mean that in the best of ways. Right. That's what you mean. If I hear 
Something about the borders. Yeah. One more time. Uh Uh-huh. Border. Check. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. What else? Oh. Harvard uh, president. Harvard president. Yep. Oh, it's uh, yep. got fired because of racism, mm-hmm. right? Right. Not yeah. plagiarism and, ah, and not anti-Semitic. No, no. That, none of the real stuff. Uh, how about this? Uh, Trump's a bad guy, an authoritarian. Uh, He's going to destroy democracy. Blah 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 blah. I know. I'm, I'm tired of that. That's old and yeah. fake news anyway. Yeah. Yep. It and this whole thing with the Epstein. Yeah. Like they, they're saying it like it is etched in stone that he killed himself right i'm not convinced of that they just like to mention it every single time they do a story that mentions his name but they never mentioned that he was the most heavily guarded prisoner at the time (laughs) yeah had two guards assigned to him Uh uh, had video cameras everywhere but the two guys fell asleep and the video camera wasn't working and he killed himself i mean and we're supposed to just buy that hook line and sinker well now i mean it's established you tell people oh, yeah. a lie long enough, it, it becomes their, you know, yep. the public's version of the truth. Unbelievable. And then, oh, here's another one. Like I said, tired of the border stories? Yeah. How long did it take me to tell you that uh, this Mayorkas guy was a complete loser and the worst person you could put in charge of Homeland Security? About an hour and a half after he got the gig. Thank you, Greg. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But here we are still talking about him. We're going to impeach him. Almost as fast as when Barack Obama got a Nobel Peace Prize. After he <laughs> Just about that fast. Yeah. Yeah. So on uh, special reports, uh, special report uh, with um, Brett Baer, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas responded to a question on how many of the 300,000 people encountered at the border were released by stating that, quote, we are limited in our detention capacity by the funding that Congress provides to us. But he wouldn't be surprised if the percentage released is above 70%. But when individuals are released, they're released into immigration enforcement proceedings. They are on alternatives to detention. Are you kidding me? Man, he might be... You know, beating Kamala Harris when it comes to the word salad game. Ooh. He just uses different words. She likes to use the same ones over and over again. Yeah, she'll do a whole speech with nine words. Yeah. yeah. And her salad is just leaf lettuce and radish. Mm. Host Brett Baer asks, obviously, President Biden has just completed his third year in office. How many illegal immigrants has DHS released into the country from the border in that time? Mayorkas responded, Brett Let me correct a misunderstanding. When somebody enters the country, we place them in immigration enforcement proceedings pursuant to immigration law. And if their claim for relief, asylum or whatever you want to call it, right, their claim to remain in the United States succeeds, then by law, they are able to stay here. And if it doesn't succeed, we remove them. Brett Bear then said, okay. just ballpark it. Is it more than 500,000, more than a million, two million? Mayorkas answered, Brett, it's more than, it's well more than a million a year. And it is precisely why we have said since day one of this administration that the immigration system that is so fundamentally broken needs to be fixed. Okay. 
I told you that, again, from day one. Mm -hmm. They said that Trump left them a mess on immigration. We know for a fact that's a lie. He had an excellent agreement with Mexico for people that were applying for this asylum to stay in Mexico until their given court date. Biden undid all of that on purpose. And so then the line became, well, it's fundamentally broken. Mm -hmm. The immigration system is, and only Congress can fix it. Right. Well, wait a second. Trump fixed it without the aid of Congress Mm -hmm. by instituting some executive orders and dealing with Mexican authorities. He did it. Joe Biden undid all of that. All he has to do is put those things back in place. Mm-hmm. But he won't. And they continually, this is where the left, they're such liars. You know why they lie? Because they don't have ideas and their, and their agenda is not something positive that most people would accept if they were honest. The border's wide open. It is a crisis situation. It has been such since Biden took office and only got worse over time, and they continue to break records. And you got this Mayorkas bozo lying to the face of people like Congresswoman Kat Kamek, lying to the face of the American people, saying there isn't a crisis, saying there's no real problems at the border, now saying the border's fundamentally broken, the immigration system is, it needs to be fixed Congress needs to give them money, not money they're going to use to secure the border appropriately. It is money that would be used to expedite and make it even more streamlined to come into this country illegally. Here's a Corinne Jean-Pierre and, and the border and blame. What is the administration doing right now to actually improve the crisis at the border. We have House Republicans that's literally blocking the president's effort to do something. That's what they're doing. They're playing political games. They're doing political stunts. That doesn't even answer the question. (laughs) What is this administration doing to make conditions better at the border? What is this administration doing? That's a pretty straightforward question. And then her first words were the Republicans. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, the Republicans won't mm. get in line. Uh, they won't give people a free path to citizenship. They they want secure borders, those silly Republicans. Oh, so demanding. Just unreasonable, Bob. Unreasonable. It is. It's sad in so many different ways. But this guy, Mayorkas, I mean, again, mess. he's just doing the, the will of the Biden administration or whatever shadow, puppety, yeah. whoever's in charge. So it won't matter even if you totally got rid of them. It's not. It's not going to change anything. Mayorka said, "We're limited in our detention capacity by the funding that Congress provides to us." Yeah. Uh huh. So they want. Well, then mo- maybe they should stay someplace else instead of in a detention center. Yeah, like in Mexico. That's a good place. Yeah. Yeah. It's eight forty-five. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And it's Friday. Welcome to the weekend. You're tuned to 97.3 The Sky.
Kennedy. Guess who takes the chair of the U.N. Human Rights Council? Weekdays, 3 p.m. This is the same Iran that puts women to death for not wearing a head cover. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Good morning and welcome, my friends. Happy, happy Friday. Top story, Epstein documents, lists, names beginning to trickle out. It doesn't mean that they necessarily were at the island. I don't think it narrows it down to that. These are pretty much all the names that popped up on any kind of list relating to Epstein, basically. If you ever met him, were at a party with him, had your picture taken with him, whatever. And apparently... Part of the problem is he saw he he had plenty of connections and knew powerful people. Sure, but apparently he was also kind of a name dropper too, and not necessarily yes. connected with the people he named. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, not to not to say that to let anybody off the hook, but can you imagine if you are accused of going to that island oh my for sex with a child? Oh. Wow, and you had absolutely nothing to do with that and had no knowledge of that kind of stuff taking place. That would be a tough. That would be a, a tough and an unfair situation. Oh, your life and career be. could just be done. Relationships. Well, uh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. What? What? No, no. What? Not if you're a Democrat. Well, no. You get a plush teaching gig somewhere. Heck, they could throw. <laughs> they could throw you out of being the president of Harvard, and you can go back to a teaching gig making nearly a million dollars a year, and you're not going to suffer. Yeah, Democrats don't seem to suffer the same consequences, but. Exclusive photos showing how New Jersey is systematically shepherding asylum seekers onto New York City-bound trains in the middle of the night. As Mayor Eric Adams uh, pleads for neighboring municipalities to help with the migrant crisis, that call, that plea, is falling on deaf ears. Remember, if you didn't say we're a sanctuary city, then you shouldn't have to be forced to uh well you're not gonna have to put up with it if you don't open the door and say and put out the welcome mat you don't have to then turn around and go wow look at all the people in my house yeah and this is yeah and this is terrible and yeah uh, yeah let's sue Texas. let's sue the bus companies out of texas right let's go after the governor of texas let's blame greg abbott Mm -hmm. for the overrun borders no he's for containing containment at the borders he's for a sovereign uh border situation he knows in which they're all protected. About, he knows all about cities overrun don't don't be going down that road he get, he's just simply given them a small taste of the medicine that they've forced fed him and other texans right down their throats so here we have new york and new jersey going at it the images captured New Jersey transit cops escorting migrants arriving in Trenton from Texas off their buses and onto trains bound for Manhattan's Penn Station uh, from where they then will head to the city's main intake center. The Garden State's moves to avoid the out-of-control migrant mess that was sparked uh, um, the ire of at least one Big Apple uh, politic whose borough has been inundated with hotels, housing, asylum seekers. New Jersey absolutely should do something. Uh, the Queensboro president, Donovan Richards, a close ally to Mayor Adams, told the Post on Thursday. 
New Jersey's going to have to be part of the solution, he continued. Are you going to put people on trains to New York forever? What if the migrants refuse to get on the train? Is New Jersey going to arrest them? But they're not talking about the source of the issue. And again, it goes back to Biden and his administration. There is plenty that they could do or undo if they chose to. I said from the beginning, they're choosing chaos on purpose. They're not going to reverse course. And, and But you would think the political ramifications are huge. Biden's numbers are in the toilet. It's not just inflation and the economy. People in, in recent polls, that one of their top concerns is border security. The voters. And on top of that, many of them are starting to realize what's really going on in the borders, not the kind of lies they've been told by most of the lefty media. So you would think politically, strategically, they would kind of shut the borders down so that there wouldn't be pictures to show of them streaming across. So that the Biden administration can say they're doing something about a problem that they didn't create. They did, but they'll say that. But at least there'll be a change that they can point to. Look, we've got things under control. And strategically, now would be the time to do it. Actually, it's a little late in doing it. They should have done it last year. But I wonder, I wonder if they will do it, Mm because I've always doubted that they would. Right. And will it be too little too late? Or the darker question is, are the Democrats at the higher levels so confident that the old man with dementia mm-hmm. is going to win four more years anyway? Wow. The fix is in. Mm-hmm. Because that's how they're operating with that kind of level of <sighs> yeah. confidence when you look at it strategically. I mean, the vast majority of Americans think that a secure border is a very important thing. And yet, for some reason, the Biden administration, the folks that are that are really making things happen or not happen, mm-hmm. they're they're not concerned. But it's all changed because everybody that we talk about, you know, Schiff, Schumer, Pelosi, go up and down the line, all these people who are part of the problem when it comes to the border. Go back 10, 12, 15, 20 years, and they are all, you can go find back, find Obama audio, all talking about our border, how it needs to be protected, and how there's no right to come into our country just because you think you can. They've all been there, and they've all turned around on their, I was going to say their opinions, but I should say what they say. Well, every one of them. Well, here's the thing. They had to put things in place so that then when they did open the border, it was going to be effective to allow so many people in, the mm-hmm. onslaught. Yeah. So what they had to do is they had to put people in place, and they use non-government operations, NGOs, right. to do that. And some of the funding comes from the government. Some of the funding comes from the U.N., right? right. Is that starting uh, to... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it trickles and, down. and some of it comes from... Um, organizations that parade around as being philanthropic right? when they really are pushing a political agenda like open society as promoted by George Soros. Yeah. 
And so they put all those pieces in place. They got the people all hyped up. They got them salivating. Hey, man, as soon as Biden gets in there, you know what I mean? It's on. Oh, yeah. It's it's the like a land rush. This is this uh-huh. is like the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. Right? Right. It is it is the land rush. But it's American land. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're gonna they're gonna stake their claims. And the interesting thing is when it comes to the Democrats. A lot of them are just useful idiots. In other words, they go, yeah, let's be a sanctuary city because it's like the right thing to do. And then as they see the results of their stupidity, they backtrack and they wish they hadn't done it. Blame somebody else, of course. Well, because they're they're not high enough up the elitist echelon ladder to where they see this thing as a global perspective. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? They're just being used by the very powerful Democrats or bankers or George Soros types. Nine o'clock stretch is right around the corner. And special guest Luis Valdez from Gun Owners of America will be with us on 97.3 The Sky. Ah, resolutions. Could lose a few pounds. Maybe save some money. That'd be less stressed. Resolutions. What? What? What are you doing? We make them. Idiot. But some of us <laughs> don't keep them. Check back in for details at the top of the hour. Breaking news at once. I'm at the sky, we'll be sure to keep our promise to present news that matters to you. Learn how to drive. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Throw that stress one out the window. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.